Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection. Bring you a 3D perspective and bring skill range. I am the Dracula of this episode. Andrew, with me are Colin Robbins, Keith. Hello. And with us are Celine, Liz. Hey, guys. And our special guest, Blades IRS agent, Aaron. Hi, guys. Why did you pick that intro, Aaron? Because <laughs> I, I thought of a cool vampire reference. And, and Wesley Snipes went to jail. He was Blade, but he went to jail for tax evasion. So I'm the IRS agent who took down Blade. I actually didn't know he went to jail. <laughs> yeah, he was like in jail for like eight years. Really? It was that long? It was a whole lot of tax evasion. <laughs> I know he did. A, I know he did a whole lot of evading. I didn't know he was in jail for that long. It was a long time. I, I might be exaggerating just slightly because I don't know if you can go to jail for tax evasion for that long. Martha but. Stewart did. Oh no, she went for uh, embezzling. Yeah, it was something inside. Way jail. lamer. And, yeah, that she's the only one I, I can uh, like only celebrity I know who actually like served jail time. So I didn't know Wesley Snipes actually did. Oh yeah. Did but you know uh, Martha Stewart was actually a licensed stockbroker. Like she knew what she was doing was wrong. That's just a fun fact. That is a fun fact. I did not know that either. That is a fun fact. Thank you, Keith. You're welcome. Uh, so this week we played Vampire Survivors. So this is a listener request, so thank you so much. Hammer Dad with a drum pad who recommended that we played Vampire Survivor. And thank you, Aaron, for joining us. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by uh, the drink of the episode, Hot Toddies, because uh, <laughs> both me and Liz are sick. So my cough has gone down, but uh, Liz is still pretty I'll sick try my here. best. So you're drinking <laughs> hard liquor. Good choice. It's not hard liquor. I mean, it's very little. It's mostly lemon and honey. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got to fill me in. I'm, I'm not a hot drink guy. What is a hot toddy? Describe this you for me. You never had a hot toddy? No, I'm currently drinking a LaCroix Pamplemousse. I'm surprised because our folks are like obsessed with hot toddies. So they're actually the ones who taught me about it. But it's uh, one half ounce of bourbon and you put lemon juice, honey, and then fill it up with the rest with hot water. So it's like this. Honestly, it's kind of like tea, but with liquor in it. But you don't put as much liquor in it, so it's not like pow- like very powerful. But oh, man, okay. does it clear you up? Yeah, yeah it sounds gross. So good after. No, it, <laughs> it no, it actually like it sounds gross. But I mean, I I also I just like whiskey, but um, it just tasted like a warm lemony drink. It was so good. Yeah, it's quite refreshing. I, I just drink some on a Saturday. Yeah, I, I just don't know if I want whiskey mixed with warm water. I, that's the part that's like, yeah, I don't know about that. It's like tea. Yeah, but that's not tea. That's not what tea is. Tea isn't whiskey. <laughs> that's as much like tea as I... a Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Is iced tea. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> okay, I, I guess I'll accept so that. So in this episode of We Don't Drink Liquor and It Shows. Yeah. <laughs> so Vampire Survivor is a top-down action roguelike where you are playing a character. One of the many survivors you can unlock in this game. And the game describes that you are the bullet hell. So you are essentially picking up weapons and fighting countless hordes of monsters that are trying to end your run. And that's about it. It's a very simple game. And all you got to do for controls is left stick. So if you're looking for something pretty chill, this might be right up your alley. But uh, going around, Keith, this is a, would you describe this as a roguelike? So was this a gamer pass for you? I, oh, come on. I think you already know the answer to this. You were the one who told me to play this game. I yeah. dug out <laughs> a, a, a PC that I wasn't really entirely sure if it would work to set it up to see if I could play this game on my computer. And um, the second I fired it up, I, I was hooked. And this is a 100% definite game. Like, Even if you're only like on the fence about roguelikes, there is something about Vampire Survivors that, man, I'll tell you, it is just boatloads of fun. And I I actually kind of don't know why, but it is. So, so Darren. game, I think I said. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aaron, I want to know from you, because uh, I, want, I want to hear your thoughts. Was this game or pass for you? Uh, first off, this is a game. And knowing knowing Keith from a pretty young age, this just screams a game Keith would just spend like six hours straight playing. Like I just, I, I could just feel that in my bones. So it, this is a, this is a, a, a definite game. However, I've got one gripe that I'm not going to mention anywhere else in this podcast. So I'm going to do it here on the front end. And that is the title of this game. I can't count how many times I want to call it zombie survivors or vampire slayers. 
Vampire Survivors is an awful name because it's a combo of t- like n- titles I do not put together. It just doesn't yeah. naturally flow for me. I can't stand that about this game. And that's literally the only thing I don't like. Well, it's kind of a running joke. Do you know how many vampires are actually in this game? Zero. I, I don't there's think there's any. Zero vampires. I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, you're kind of fighting a lot of ghouls. Are you sure I know, but, uh, none of those ghouls yeah. are a vampire? Yeah, because I saw an interview of like the... Uh, Fight a lot of bats. You do. Yeah. The creator of this game, Ponkle, is the studio or the guy who kind of created this game. They interviewed him and asked him if he ever plans on having a vampire in this game which I do believe there is because there is a story. There actually is kind of a story of vampire survivor, but uh, I think it's interesting that you found this a game, Aaron, because uh, this is one of the reasons I wanted you on this podcast. Cause uh, I wanted to call you out on this what? back in the day. Uh-huh. There was a game. All of us here loved. <laughs> do you remember this? Our, this game was called Hold on. this game. Did you bring me into this podcast just to <laughs> punk me? That was the only yes. reason. <laughs> You yeah, can you can now. hang up now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I leave you, right after. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you remember? So back in the day, there was a game, all of us here, we loved. little game called Slay the Spire. And you specifically said, I do not like this game because it is a mobile game. And now, here we are playing Vampire Survivor, which is legitimately a mobile game because there is a mobile version of this game. And you actually give this a game. But you refused to like Slay the Spire because you said it was, quote, too much like a mobile game. Okay. All right. Hold on. First off. <laughs> Vampire Survivors is not a mobile game. So, nice try. Yes, it is. It's Look in the PC. App Store. Uh, no, 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 no. It was not in the App Store. It, it is. is. It 100% is. When did it end up in the App Store? I've been looking for it. Like uh, last, two weeks like, ago. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah, so, they, all right. They so I checked pushed it out. Video. All right. So, I. it's funny that you mentioned that, Andrew, because later on, I planned on bringing that up as a topic. <laughs> on how when I saw it, this was on PC first, obviously, and everybody was all, yep. oh, this is amazing, this is amazing. And this game looks awful if you're just watching it. And I yeah. remember watching it and thinking, that looks stupid and really boring and a mobile game. And then it came to Xbox, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. And it changed me. I'm a changed man because of this game. So I was <laughs> going to get to that point, but you had to roast me here early on, so thank you. Okay, but anyway, I'll get to my talk. For me, this is a game as well. Uh, it is it is a lot of fun. It's I 100% agree with you, Aaron. Every time I looked at the trailer, I'm like, I do not get this game. It looks really boring and lame. It's like not even like 8-bit. The art style is very, just very pixelated. And to me, like when things get intense, I'm like, how do you see what's going on? Like, what do you even do? But no, this game is just something that's very addictive. And it's, it's weird. But uh, Liz... If once you uh, stop coughing here, uh, tell us, was this a gamer pass for you? This is a game for me. I was really surprised because when I watched you play, like you guys just said, I thought it looked so boring. And then you had me play one run and I was like, eh, it's, it's, it's all right. But then when you guys said they were doing it for the podcast, I had to pick it up again. The second run had me hooked and I was like mad at myself. I was like, this looks like the dumbest game. And, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a game for me. Uh, Liz, is, Liz is struggle bossing here. <laughs> All right. So as I said, so the story of Vampire Survivor, there actually is a slight story, I guess. Uh, Vampire Survivor is set in a rural Italy in around 2021. I don't know how someone got the year. Oh, by the way, I found this on Vampire Survivor Wiki. Uh, hordes of monsters summoned by the evil Biscont Draculo ravage the land and the Belpays family and other heroic survivors take upon themselves to hunt down and defeat Draculo. Or I, I, I'm not even attempting an Italian version of that. But uh, this quest takes them through monster-infested locales, such as a cursed forest, a haunted library, and abandoned dairy plant. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. I mean, I got the abandoned dairy plant and the haunted library and stuff like that, but I did not really know. I mean, there is obviously some lore, because I don't know, you eventually get a beast area and you can read about some of these monsters. But... Did you guys care that there wasn't really much of a story, or do you did you catch there was a story? You know, I mean, my why have it vampires at all? <laughs> That's a good because like, vampires, like if any book, like movie, TV show with vampires, like you have to have the lore. Like vampires change from like, like one book to another book. So for me, it's like because like it's like how you kill them and stuff. So the fact that there isn't really anything about the vampires, like I don't understand why it's even in the name. So, 
So Liz, you're actually a big Dracula fan. Like you've read the books numerous times. Like, yeah. So did this upset you that this game was called Vampire Survivors and you're not really dealing with vampires I or did you not care? I thought it was kind of a bummer. Like they had like the confidence like, oh, they're not there. And then, but for, so for me, it's just like I didn't really get the point of having it vampire based if there wasn't going to be anything about vampires. So it didn't, it didn't bother me, but I just thought it was like a missed opportunity or like, why not just like, I mean, it could have been like alien survivors. Yeah. No, I agree. So I kind of agree with Aaron said, but it should be called like zombie slayer or something like that. Yeah. Cause there really isn't anything vampire. So I'm wondering why they made it vampires. I mean, you, you know how I feel about a story in a rogue, like couldn't care who cares. Great. Fine. Whatever. Let me get to the next run. So I, I, I can easily say I was not upset by a lack of anything. I could I could sense there was some sort of a lore because I think there's even slight descriptions to the different characters and it explains a little bit in the, the level descriptions. It gives you some information. Um but no, I, I wasn't I wasn't really looking at it. And and I think Liz is spot on. I mean this this game could have thrown literally any enemy at me and called itself whatever it want and i would play it just it's the it's the game system itself that i love and it's all about the gameplay lore would be kind of neat to tie things together but i don't care i I just i really don't care (laughs) i mean andrew already said it at the top here this is a mobile game mobile games don't have stories because nobody cares all they they want that's not true to get into the game fast and it to be I would say a quick session, but these sessions are like 30 minutes. When you first start out, you might struggle a little bit, but it, it, it quickly switches. And that's like a, it's like a 30 minute run every single time you're playing. So it's not necessarily a short run. Um, but yeah, it's a mobile game. So no, I, I didn't care about a story at all. Yeah. That's actually one of my biggest complaints about vampire survivor is the runs are they're either 15 minutes or 30 minutes. You essentially got those kind of two options of what level you're picking. And that's probably my biggest complaint because you can't save mid run. So that's the other reason too. I actually wouldn't describe this as a mobile game because that's the whole purpose of a mobile game is to be able to pick up and play and kind of stop anytime you want. You can't do that. Like I don't know how many people are taking a 30 minute bus ride or a train ride commute to work. Like you're usually about like 15, 20 minutes. So I think that's kind of a big negative for this game. I think you're Maybe. underestimating how many people might actually sit on a train or whatever long enough. But it, really, that aside, it's it, this is going to be one of my weird kind of rephrasing and probably saying the same things. But it's almost like a game anywhere versus mobile game. Um, it, it's like you can play it on a mobile device, but it's not a mobile game in the aspect that you guys are describing. A hundred percent. It's, it definitely takes too long to, to do a run. Now, towards the end, does it really matter if you complete a run? In most cases, no, because you kind of get to a lot of grinding, and, and we'll talk about that. But when it comes to the mobile aspect of it or on those long runs, that is it is a drawback, I will say, because I actually started playing with the endless mode, and then uh, like I got to points where I just couldn't die. So Yeah, it's I like did an endless mode, and I left my controller. <laughs> yeah. I had like I had like two and a half hours in that run. I was like, I was like, do I just quit? Like, what do I do here? Yeah, I, I had to quit a lot of runs for that reason. Yeah. So, yeah. So the basic concept uh, gameplay for Vampire Survivor, like I said, you are playing a character. You are not aiming or anything with your weapons. Your weapons automatically just activate, and depending on what weapon you are picking, they obviously do various things. So you are essentially using left stick and moving your character around to either collect up treasure or to avoid the enemies, but you are essentially picking up random weapons from either leveling up your character from collecting gems or finding treasure chests. The weapons vary from like knives shoot in front of you or the whip just does like a slash in front of your character or the rune tracer shoots this ball that bounces around the map. So you never really aim these devices. They just kind of activate. And that's essentially the gameplay. You just walk around and let your devices shoot the, the monsters so I don't know about you guys. I don't know why I found this game so addictive because even describing it, I'm like, this is really boring. But I just, I love the gameplay of it. I think there's two big reasons, at least for me that I can think of, is one variety because there's what, 30-ish weapons? Maybe maybe closer to like 20, 25. 
but yeah, just about every single one of them has an evolution that doesn't fully change it but in most cases it actually is like a pretty significant change so you just there's like 50 plus weapons almost the the skills actually feel like they make a difference and then you get into like the card system which is kind of cool too but it's it's the variety and for a roguelike it has it does one of the things that we talk about kind of splitting splitting on on these games it's not controlled by rng like there is rng but you can largely control your build every single time like you're not like i i just can't get this thing you will you really will and there's ways to get it so it's i just i really appreciate that i feel like i can control my run yeah I, i like i like that you can google builds on like what types of builds are going to make the most sense? But Keith, you actually brought... you really? <laughs> oh yeah! Like there are people that are like like what's your what's your go to weapon? What do you like? I'm Google this right now. This is 100 percent what I want. Well, these are yeah, these are people who like math it out. But I I will say you you don't need those things. But I agree. Like you don't. there are absolutely skills that complement each other so well that yeah, it's it. There's just ways that even how you choose different things, it actually makes a run feel different, even though you've used the same weapons every time. I've seen like a tier list breakdown of like, these are the best possible builds. So who you select as a character, yeah, who you select as a character is important because they go in with some abilities already built into them. Obviously their, their starting weapon and everything is determined by who you're picking there. So that affects your build and then what types of weapons you're going to pick up as you go along also affects the build so there's this whole breakdown of there uh keith you actually bring up a good point because i still to this day don't think i quite fully understand this but i kind of always forget about it is that card system i don't understand what i'm clicking what I'm selecting, what it's doing. Like I have these three cards that are flipped over, but every time it pops up, I just hit get. But what am I getting? <laughs> so, I don't, I don't so get that So you can randomize thing. it or on your first selection you can, well, I mean, I guess on any of them, you select from the three or you can select from everyone you have unlocked. Like, so in the unlock section and mostly through achievements too, you, you do like survive 15 minutes with this person, 15 minutes with that person. And then you unlock more and more of these cards. But they all like slightly tweak how weapons work, or um, like healing yourself can do damage to to enemies, or picking up gold can heal you. So you pair those together, and every time you pick up gold, you're healing and damaging. And it's this like you can just really build these cool sets on them. But some of them too, even like it makes things have a nice effect. It makes them have a fire effect, and like all these different varying things. So you kind of pick your weapons around those cards you build. Okay. I guess I, I just, I was like, I, it's not super clear what it's doing. I know I was unlocking some, but I was like, I don't really know what this does now. Like I just kind of have a bunch of cards, but I don't know what it's doing. I know at one point I clicked on one card and then it started adding like an extra explosion in the fight. I was like, all right, cool. That's kind of nice, but I don't know how I got it. I don't know how it works. Like I don't know how to say this without sounding insulting, but like, you did should. you did you read <laughs> the card? Like, when because it, it gives you a description. It says it does this effect, and it will tell you what things are impacted so, by it. He, here's here's the problem. I've read it. My problem is I don't know what how I'm selecting it. So when the screen comes up, right, you've got a bunch of cards on there, and most of them are flipped upside down or on the backside, so you can't see what they are. And then you've got a big green get button in the bottom right-hand corner. So I'm like, well, I can just go hit get. What did I just get? If I just click so that, that, it closes does that screen. Random, it randomizes the first one you pick out of the cards you've unlocked. If, but, or you can select. But what if I didn't one select one? You can skip it. I mean, you don't have to, to select one, I think. But it, as long as you hit, I think either like get, it should have either selected one automatically or randomized it, like if you had one selected. Okay, but so you I should was be able probably to just skipping through. it then is probably what I was There's, doing. There is very possibility, yeah. Oh, okay. But cool. yeah, I think it's, but yeah, I mean, you just, you, you kind of go through them and, and it really, it gets way more fun as you unlock like all of the cards because you start to see how they can complement each other. Interesting. 
Keith, the yeah, expert. I wasn't really paying attention to it. <laughs> I mean, I have like, I think like, I don't know, 50 hours plus into this game. I, uh, I, I would consider myself an expert. I was going to do something <laughs> funny. I was like, the other day I was playing it and I was like, man. Thank you for not. I was like, I've, I've played this game so much. I can't wait to booyah these guys on this podcast. Let me compare how many achievements I've got compared to these guys. And I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, not going to mention that at all. You guys had way more than me. It wasn't even kind of close. So I was like, oh, never mind. Well, since you bring it up, Aaron, uh, so comparing my gamer score, I have 1,265 gamer score, and you have 375. <laughs> exactly. So I uh, get you up, Aaron. You did worse I, than me. I shouldn't even booyahed. I shouldn't even said Wait, I was going to do that. I got a 520. Liz is fine. Wow. Aaron, you have 12 hours into this game. I have one day and 16 hours. I'm going to be honest with you guys. How could you possibly put a day or more into this game? Like, this game is fun, but it's not like a day's worth of gameplay fun. Well... What well, Keith recorded is five days, six hours, but that's also probably because he Whoa. left it up. But still, yeah, there's the, there's the, very many chances I fell asleep playing because that does happen with this game if I play too late sometimes. But to also think that your Xbox was running for over five days with this game up, your poor Xbox is probably like killed me. Keith, how like are you accurate. after all these years day. still falling asleep with a controller in your hand? How does that happen to you? I mean. It's it's age now. You were it's in a seventh it's a, it's a grade when you were doing this stuff. Being, You're still doing this stuff. I was not in seventh grade. That was in high school that that happened right. the first time. All right. Wow. Got me. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you have 520 gamer score and recorded a day in 38 minutes played, but you definitely, definitely did not. Didn't know yeah, you did not do a day. But man, Aaron, I'm like, you're the lowest. Cause, oh, but I think it's... I, I feel like... I'd be playing it for a few hours. I get, you know, obviously it gives you an achieve like 15 achievements after every run. And yeah. I've gone through all the levels. I felt like I progressed great. I've I've unlocked all your buyable unlockables. I've purchased all of those. So it's like what what more do I have left to do? And you guys have days more worth than me. It's like, okay, <laughs> I I guess I'm wrong. Well, so it's it's funny though. So you're talking about this card system, Liz. You haven't even unlocked that, have you? Yeah, I, I remember like a card thing came up and it said "get" a couple times, but I, like I said, I wasn't really paying attention. All right, because I think you like just got it. Because anytime I watch you do a run, I never really saw the prompt. I've come seen up. it twice. Oh, but I also I haven't I haven't unlocked all the characters. I know that because I just unlocked one. Oh, there's a lot um, of characters. Yeah, I actually yeah, don't I even think I have them all unlocked. Maybe I don't have them all unlocked. How? I feel you like definitely it. don't. You, one of the characters is, is Sigma, and you only get her by c- getting everything in the collection tab, which is 153 things. Wait, Keith, which, shouldn't you, though, if you have, like, a 1,000 gamers? Or, no, it's more than a 1,000, but you have all the, the there, achievements? Yeah, there are some secret ones that aren't uh, tied to any achievements, but you just, like, unlock them by either doing, I think, certain tasks within levels, or you can type in a code. Oh, okay. Uh, but I want to ask you, yes, what did you guys have for uh, favorite character or favorite weapons? Mine's easy. I my favorite weapon's the onion. It's a garlic, you I'm dummy! Sorry. My God, <laughs> it is not a bad like said, to be clear. Like you said, you come out here to booyahs and you call it an onion. Yeah, the onion garlic. <laughs> Listen, oh, onion garlic. That's a new new hype. Vamp- yes, vampires hate <laughs> both. Okay, they don't, they're not selective. They hate both. No, well, they're ogres are like garlic, onions, but they just don't like onions because they're gross. Yes, they like they hate them. So uh, I like the garlic uh, as my favorite weapon. Gosh, I don't, I don't know if I've got a favorite character. I kind of like because I'm always trying new ones to see like, well, what what can I do with this one? Uh, what's the uh, what's the panda looking guy? Crello. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, he starts with like the wheel. No, he does the cherry. No, bombs. he throws the yeah the cherry bombs. Oh I yeah, the him. cherry bombs. That's right. I like him a lot. He was he was one of my favorites very early on, because I played a lot with the guy with the whip, very early on. But he pissed me like he would just start to piss me off so bad. I was like, yeah, I did not like him. But now I go back to him because now I'm like, well, I've got all these unlocks. Let's see. And now now I have a blast with him. But uh, so it's now I'm just trying everybody, and that's the other thing is like 
when you start to unlock everything, I, I don't care who I pick because I feel like I'll just dominate no matter what. Yeah. I, I'm at a point where I feel like I, I very rarely lose runs. Yeah, I, I started off really liking, I don't know if the name is like Melda or something. Um, but yeah, I just like, I, I feel like no matter what, you get to make the build that you want-ish. You might have to like sub like one or two. But that's why I kind of feel like I'm like cheating because I keep <laughs> winning every single time because I know it works for me. So it doesn't really matter what character. I actually, at the beginning, I loved the garlic. But then I started feeling like the garlic wasn't strong enough. Yeah, you love the guy who started with the garlic, Poe. Yeah, I thought. Well, I, I wasn't reading like the descriptions because then after that, I was like, "Oh crap!" But um, his, his his is like actually pretty bad. But with the garlic at the end, because I was mostly depending on that at the very beginning, I realized it wasn't strong enough at that like fifteen no that um like twenty minute mark. Yeah. And so now it's like I like it for the beginning rounds, but I don't. It's not my favorite anymore. And Liz, it's an onion, just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that's one of the things that I, I go back to really enjoying the card system to it, because when you add in the the effects that those cards start to build, it actually it, it like brings new life back to the garlic because you have the there's a skill where as you move, it refreshes it faster. So you're you're doing damage. And like I mentioned, you can heal it. It heals you once you evolve it and healing can do damage. So like there's all these different things that just seem to make everything viable and and that's just another one of those things that i really appreciate about the gameplay is that no matter what i pick i'm like i can make this work and and it still is a fun run see it's my fault because i don't think i think that's one of the ones i didn't evolve yet but i did notice that when you evolve stuff it makes it just so much better oh yeah but yeah i I definitely need to do that next time see I'm, i'm with you liz i i think the garlic's overrated like it's very good early on in the game but Later on, I, I honestly, I very rarely pick it. I always like the Rune Tracer, but the Rune Tracer is only good on certain levels because it needs to be kind of a more narrow level. But that's the, the one that just bounces around and just hits enemies. And then when you upgrade it, it starts bouncing around and exploding. I mean, the book one and then what is it called? Like Santa Water or something? Yeah. yeah. Those two, I feel like, save me at the end. The last five minutes where you start getting like really crowded and like you have like that random like big boss. Like those are the two that really help me. Yeah, I was I my definitely most played character that I I just stuck with the most was the uh, Pugnala, the one that had the double guns to start. Like oh, it, yeah. it took up two of your weapons, but you could evolve it into one, and so you you could always gain that weapon slot back. And on top of that, I just thought it was a really good weapon. Um, I I just had a, a lot of fun playing with that character. I thought they were really well balanced. See, my favorite character was Red Death. He starts with the scythe that just spin around him, but he's crazy fast. He's he has like a hundred percent move speed, or yeah, like an additional hundred oh, percent move speed, and he's him. just super fast. He I I was able to get a lot of achievements with him. I was trying to work on him. I also learned too that to get the attract orb as soon as you can, because obviously, like the more you're picking up, the the faster that you uh, yeah. level up. So for me, like once I actually started like thinking about it when I was playing, like actually trying to figure it out that's when um that's when it's really to pick up for me yeah i i I, th- I gotta say too i think like how the loot works in this game it's very minimal but it's so good like you're getting coins you're getting gems which is leveling up your character during your run but then you're collecting money and money is what you use to actually permanently upgrade your characters and unlock new characters but like that's it it's very simple like the loot system in this game is so simple you know you can carry six weapons and then you have like six perk items that vary from like yeah pickup radius increase you know how long your weapons are up or how much of a cooldown do they have so the like loot system is so simple in this game and like you said keith i never felt like i was being punished by the random random number generator i actually felt like i could build and do things the way i wanted and if i had things weren't working out like i always felt like i could make things work yeah, there was pretty much always like, a, okay, like I'll just grab this one instead because actually, you know, uh, and then I can change this way. Like my strategy usually was always to gather my weapons first, and partly just do more damage and and all of that. But I I like to do that, and then I could strategize out like, okay, I know this one 
need, you know, if I had Pugnala, I knew that I had a, a bonus slot for, for a, like a passive skill. So I would yeah. like pretty much always strategize out, strategize out evolving my items and, and try to find the open spaces. Then like if there was spare items around the level, like wait to pick those up and wait until I'm full to pick those up because then you can overstack your passives. Like I just, yeah, I, I kind of always tried to like max out everything I could in the, in my runs. I was like, do you guys have a least favorite weapon? Cause my least favorite was Liz's like favorite for a while. And it always like irritated me when she'd pick it. I hate, I hate the daggers. Oh yeah. That was, switched oh, for me real soon after you like pointed that out. Cause you actually showed me that you can look up the like, DPS you're doing. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, I thought I was doing great with it. And I was not. No. So I switched right after you showed me that. Cause the daggers you actually kind of got to aim with like that one actually takes a little bit of skill of like aiming it at people. And to me, I'm just like, I don't want to do that. I didn't like that or the piston. The piston I used once. It's a good weapon, but the, I didn't care for it. The daggers suck and the whips suck. Oh, I just knocked my mic over. Uh, the the evolved <laughs> whip is, is excellent, though. When, the one that heals you? Yeah. When it heals you, and again, when you couple in having the healing adding damage, it's it's basically just free life all the time. And, but that's why I like, I like the aura-based ones because they just become dominating so i like i'll always go uh garlic or onion uh kjv bible <laughs> i'll go crosses <laughs> kjv bible that's what it is that's literally what it's called isn't it it's just called king's bible <laughs> i mean no, i think the application is, is yeah <laughs> but i didn't right. yeah that is funny i'm going bible school on you here so it's got kjv bible <laughs> I do crosses and then I do axes. <laughs> so it's just like a, a huge, nothing touches me. Nothing comes near me. And I'll pretty much do that all the time. Rinse and repeat. So, so yeah. what I, one of the, my favorite things to do is actually to add in the, the ice gun. Just because once you start to get swarmed, you don't get hurt by frozen enemies. So I just, I just run through frozen enemies. And like, that's how I would stay alive. It, it, works when you're getting super super swarmed but you know what was actually sneaky one of my favorite weapons was the cats i hated the cats they no, hurt you they didn't hurt you enough to really be consequential but what still they did, stupid cats <laughs> there because the like when they got into their little cat fights they, that didn't hurt you so it was almost like the santa water but it did more damage so when you got a bunch of them and you evolved them it was you just have these little spots of just free space where you could survive and enemies would come in and die and and so it's actually it, at first i didn't like it but i grew to love it so aaron another i also wanted to ask you too since you're, you're the person who could always pick up on uh, mature things here uh did you unlock the dog character I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Saleo, I think his name is. The, name the is? weapon so that he has is, is flowers that uh, drop behind you. Did you get that weapon? I don't think so. Ah, uh, why? Yeah, the well, the weapon, him out. the weapon is called celestial dusting. Keith claims it's a fart reference that it's the dog farting and it's leaving flowers behind that are killing enemies. I'm not convinced that it's a fart reference. So I was hoping you would figure it out because uh, you always love pouring these would, immature things. Why would they call it celestial dusting and it comes out from behind you as you run and it's full hours? Has Liz, what about this? you? I think I'm siding with Keith on this one. You think it's a fart reference? <laughs> I mean, this game's full of reference. I mean, like you obviously have like characters that are kind of named after some of the characters from uh, Castlevania. The uh, garlic character is Po Racho, which is supposed to be, I think, like Bo Racho from Mortal Kombat. So I it's mean, very possible. Every, like I feel like every everything time in this you game find is someone reference. new, they they give you the oh I'm sorry, but the survivor's not here. Like I'm fairly certain that was supposed to be like a Mario reference. Like your princess yeah, you're, is in you're, another the vampire's another castle. Yeah. So there's uh, that. Did you guys ever roll in to like a skill gap kind of early on in the game, like? I distinctly got to a level pretty early on that I just sucked at, and it took me forever to get through it. Once I got the through dairy it, plant, it's the one with the uh, carts. Is that the dairy yep, plant? Dairy plant. Yep. The, once you got, Liz was having the same issue. There was like no, a certain wave of green sorry. skeletons 
that once they got there, I was always screwed. And it like took me forever to kind of grind that level to where I got to a point where I finally won it. And then it felt like everything after it was just as easy. So it was it was super weird. It felt like there was just this weird... Did you guys ever run into that issue there? Oh, 100%. I felt the same. Like yeah. I, I beat that. And then after that, it was it was all easy. Like the first level is pretty hard to actually beat, like get 30 minutes at. But the second level, the library, I beat it my very first try. Me I did too. I, I did the rune trace there and beat it very first try. And then, yeah, then you get the dairy plant. And, yeah, the dairy plant is incredibly hard. Okay, so Keith found an article. It's a, it's a dog that farts flowers. Okay, so I guess if there's an, an article here that I guess it is supposed Says to be a fart who? reference. That's not like- IGN. IGN oh, okay. said it. They can't lie. Oh, they're the source? Oh, gosh. They are the voice of video games. Don't don't try to tell me otherwise. <laughs> it's just another person like you that just wrote an article on IGN saying, that's a dog that farts flowers. That's exactly what It's called happened. celestial dusting. What is that supposed to be? How is... I, I know what it says, Keith. Crop dusting? Do you, do you under, have you ever heard of the term crop dusting? Oh, Are you not a 36-year-old man oh, who's never celestial, heard celestial and crops are the same thing? No, no, <laughs> no, because dusting and it becoming out of the posterior region of a said creature would imply that they are farts being <laughs> dusted. Liz is cracking up because we are saying farts a lot. Yeah. No, you are, Keith. No, you are. Because it's farts. It's embarrassing. Uh, but I got to say, so I am actually surprised at, I, I'm surprised that I did not get sick of this game's music either. I don't know about you guys. I will say, I think what the, one of the best sounds is every time you get a chest, the music that plays, especially when you know when you got like a mega chest or when it's one of those super mega chests that has like a bunch of rewards in it. Man, I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely love that music. <laughs> Which, oh, I was, I, I was joyed every time I got a legendary chest. Well, not to deviate a little bit, but it irritated me that like I was like trying to figure out how to skip it, and then Andrew was just like, you "Mash the buttons until it does," and then like the one where like you get five, you can't skip it. And I was excited about getting it, but I got like five in a row once, and I was just like, "I just oh, want to skip baby. it." You got five <laughs> legendary chests no, but, in a row. <laughs> but you no, know, I didn't realize that because I was like smashing the buttons, like why isn't it working? And then I, you told me it doesn't work for that. And I was like, oh, okay. But it was just because I was like, wow, I'm doing like there there has to be a trick to it. I, I could never find it because it's a trick. Yeah, I would just mash AXYB, like I'd run my thumb through it and it would work. I don't know what's about you guys. Did you ever find a button to actually speed it up? Uh, and I think on PC you could hit like space to skip, but that's yeah. not on not on the controller. No, I don't think it did. I never really tried. I just I just let it go. I, but I, agree, I guess like, I didn't when you have, have the, that you know, noise. The, the terrible experience of getting five legendary chests in a row. So maybe I, maybe after the fifth one, I'm like, maybe it's an exaggeration, but I know I got loot. at least four in a row. I, I, I do have a confession to make. I have not heard a single sound or a single song from this game. Really? I turn that crap off immediately. <laughs> and the reason why is I can't... I can't stand the music, the the MIDI music in 16-bit games, so I just assume there's a lot of it. And <laughs> you don't even know. No, I don't you know. Assume. I have no clue. <laughs> and I've seen images of this game of just hordes of monsters, and I could just hear repetitive sounds in my head of just. <laughs> does it make those no, sounds? It does. It does not happen. Well, in my head, there without no hearing. Dying a, monster noises. No. Without hearing a single sound, I just assume as I'm watching it that all all it's making is. Could you imagine? This game would be so unbearable. I turned off the sounds. I literally have not heard a single sound in this game. I have turned it off because I assumed that's what it does. (laughs) No, if 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 that did happen, I would be 100% with you. I'd probably hate this game. If it just had this repetitive no, no, no. monster dying. It's even worse because it's got like... That's the music, all right? So picture that. That's what I pictured this game would be. So I was like, off, off. Before the game even started, I haven't heard a single sound. So anyway, I love the soundtrack. So that, 
<laughs> so not even the main menu soundtrack. You need to at least hear that for a quick second. I mean, I did, but I don't remember because it was like weeks ago. Uh-huh. So, and I was like, uh-uh, nope, nope. I'm turning this crap off. <laughs> it's been great though in silence. To be clear, this game works in silence. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you. It's it's a game where I agree. I I like the music. I. I never really got sick of it. It changes it up. Like every song has its own little remix version. It's. Are you saying and, I need to turn on the, the the sounds? No, I'm not saying you need to. I'm saying All it's right. actually not. It's not taking away your experience by having it, but it's also not taking away your experience by not having it. There's nothing in the gameplay that requires a sound prompt. There's no like, oh, there's a boss coming. It makes a noise sometimes when you get like the like there's an exclamation mark or something is but again there's a visual prompt as well so there's absolutely no need for sound in this game, um, but it's the only thing that gets a little bit much is when you really start to get towards the end like if you unlock the fireworks weapon and you just have all these things it just it does get to be a little bit of a much with the sound effects of the weapons yeah just uh, like I suspected. But Not at the same bad, time, it, you can turn it off, though. And, I, and I, I wouldn't fault anyone for doing it. So you're off the hook for this one, Aaron. Whew. I, I, feel like, I feel like this needs to be a new segment for us. Is, uh, whenever we play a game, Aaron just needs to look at it and assume what the music and sound effects are and do an interpretation of it. Oh, I... But, it, like, all right. In a way, here's another reason why this game kind of scratches an itch. And all... Well, at least the three guys here will know this reference. I don't think Liz will. But in a way, it scratches that Dynasty Warriors itch. And Dynasty <laughs> Warriors was just you blasting through hordes and hordes of people like it was nothing. And in a way, it's boring. In a way, there's not a whole lot to it. But it is 100% addicting. And again, going back to the sounds. If you were to listen to Dynasty Warriors music or sounds... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's bad. My description of what I just did a few minutes ago is exactly <laughs> what that game sounded like. Uh, just a little more <laughs> Japanese. So it's just... that That's another reason why this game works so well for me, even with it being a mobile game. And it is. Uh, I just... I, I feel like... I, I love feel like that. we need to do a running counter of how many times we've mentioned Dynasty Warriors in a year. I feel like almost like every other episode. I would just. <laughs> I still have no idea what you guys are talking about. Dottie Stewart to come back. And I, I, obviously, this isn't. All of us would. But I miss that game so much. And I it's wish still it around. Did, did you play the, the One Piece one that was on Game Pass? It actually was pretty good. Did it's it a, actually play a lot like it? Yeah. Yeah. It was One one Piece Pirate Warrior. I don't so think it was it, a, like an anime, anime based Dynasty Warriors game. It wasn't. It, it still didn't fully have as good a quality of it but it was made by the same people and it it definitely scratched the itch if we're if we're going to use that term but it, it wasn't as good because i keep coming back to like I, I i google the company every once in a while just to see like well do they got something coming uh and they haven't had anything new for a while well, i'm pretty sure they just came out with one recently there was one like three or four years ago it's the latest one i wanted to play that hyrule warriors one the the zelda one yeah i've heard that one was okay yeah, but no, I, I do agree with you 100%. It, there is a, it's not Dynasty Warriors at all in gameplay, but the yeah, just mowing down enemies, Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. I do still have like uh, my Samurai Warriors Orochi 3, I think. So I need to get Liz to play that so she finally understands what we talk about when we keep referencing Dynasty Warriors. It, it's, I'll give it a go. You've got, there's just games in your life that just kind of influence <laughs> the games you like in the future. And I think Dynasty Wars is just one of those games. Yep. I remember we were at, uh, was it EB Games or Babbage's? When we first played it, when uh, back in the day when you actually had consoles at video game stores, they could actually like try out the games. And I remember you started playing it, and both me and you were like, what is this? And it was Dynasty Warriors 2. Wonderful. I, I you know what's another days. one like that? And a real random throwout? Time Splitters 2. That was one of I actually just recently bought that. Like, really brought out variety as, like, you had what, like 50, 60 different characters, some maybe more. It was just, yep. I don't know, it, it was so unique. And, and even though it wasn't a standout game as a, a generational game, if you will, it, it's a, a formative game, like Aaron was saying. You, it's a uh, original Xbox, but it's still backwards compatible. I, you can still buy it in the Microsoft Store. So I actually bought it, it was like two bucks. 
and oh, uh, it actually it actually still holds up pretty well. So you know uh, what else is like two bucks? The DLC for Vampire Survivors. Ooh, Thanks that's segue key, Andrew. Yeah, uh, that was a good one. So I I actually got it because it was super I did too. Cheap. And yep. again, it doesn't reinvent the game, but it does add more fun to it because it adds more weapons and it adds more characters. The one yeah. new level is kind of it's it's unique, and I like it because it's it's huge, and there's like a lot of almost like mazing to it versus yep. some of the other ones are very linear. Um, so I, I actually thought what they added for again, a dollar 79 of DLC was fantastic. Yeah. You get a discount if you're a game pass subscriber. So yeah, it's like a buck 75 or something like that. Um, but if I, I would recommend getting the DLC, if like you play this game for a couple hours and you're like, I really like this game, I highly recommend you buy the DLC. So the point I'm at, I've unlocked majority of everything. So then when I bought it, the DLC and I played it to me, it's, I don't feel like I'm enjoying it as much because I'm just destroying everything. And as key said, the level that the new level that there's like one new level and I think six new characters and six new weapons. Uh, the new level is actually really interesting. Like he said, you're going through mountains. You have like a cityscape you can go through. The enemies are cool. But since I have like everything unlocked, uh, one of the cards Aaron was talking about just teleports everything to you. So I was just able to instantly collect everything and I couldn't really quite enjoy the level like I was supposed to. My characters just destroy everything. So I don't think I was enjoying it as much, but I still love the new weapons and new characters. So if you are playing Vampire Survivor and you are enjoying it, just buy the DLC. It's well worth it. That's that's an, a good point. I, honestly, at the, the by the end of it, I was doing it just to check the box of getting achievements. Yep. Um, Same here. So I was just going through it and collecting achievements. But outside of that, it's... It is a lot of fun, and I think would be would have been much more enjoyable midway through the gameplay. Yeah, um, but overall, what did you guys think of the art style of the game? Since you uh, hated the vis- the music, Aaron, did you at least like the art style? All right, I, I would say I enjoy the art style as a necessity. So what I mean by that is the basis of this game is to take a character doing a lot of effects and bringing in a massive wave of monsters also doing effects. If you were to do that graphically, I don't know, higher, this wouldn't run great. I think this would run like trash. And it wouldn't be able to run on Keith's crappy PC like he just said. So as a necessity, this game kind of needed to be 16-bit or whatever this is or 8-bit, whatever it is. Uh, cause normally I kind of get a little annoyed. Like I kind of get a little annoyed cause the whole pixelated look is everywhere. It yeah. is everywhere. And, and normally that's kind of wear on me a little bit. Like it was all cute and charming at first when, when it was like, Oh, vintage it's coming back and it's wearing on me. But this is a, this is a game where I'm like, okay, it's kind of nece- like a necessity because you can still enjoy the game and it loads a ton of stuff at you. And, it, and it's not going to bog down your system doing it, or it's not going to you know, burn your Xbox doing it either. So for that, I say, yeah, it works. Oh, I felt like there was a but there. <laughs> no, no but. It, it works. I mean, there was one level that I was kind of getting confused about where I could and couldn't go. I think it was like the, the winter one with the trees. Well, I think that was just user error. But yeah, it's I a do DLC like, map. Yeah, I like that... Um, you could definitely tell who was the boss. Like, even if they were small, they were highlighted, or they were obviously, like, a lot bigger. The Grim Reaper, there's there's something that they don't, don't explain. Like, the Grim Reaper comes on, and I know that that's ominous. I know that that's, you know, probably a super-duper bad one. But I didn't realize, <laughs> like, one hit and you're dead kind of thing. But at least I knew. Like, I think, like, I understood. Like, they they made it very easy to understand is what I'm trying to say. And then like, so there's like the question marks on the map. So I'd go there and then there's one that there was nothing there. And then I instantly saw it like, that looks like it's a secret and it was a secret room. I just like magically went in. So I feel like it was actually really easy to, to understand everything. So graphically, like I think they did a good job, but I mean, it, just, it wasn't the prettiest game to look at. Even that- the characters like, they were all different and the weapons were different and how they like shot out and stuff. But yeah. I wasn't overly impressed. I mean, that's impressive that you found that secret room. You are a very unobserved person. I know you said that you couldn't yeah. believe that I found it. Was that on the, com- the, the vertical the tower? Level? Yeah. The I tower actually, level. I, I 
took a couple runs to figure out that that was like I, I was like what the heck am i missing here i was like this is i feel so dumb so uh, props to you is because yeah i i took i don't know like i said i don't know if it was forever but it was at least a couple runs before i figured out that i was like oh i think i have to like leave the map so good on you um but yeah as far as like again i don't know overall <laughs> graphics i i think it was aaron like i i enjoyed him i don't I I obviously have I'm not a triple A gamer in most aspects, you know, Aaron, Mr. Call of Duty over there, he just likes his, his shiny polished games. He he doesn't like these lowly indies. I I I don't have a problem with it, so it didn't bother me in any way, but I think he's 100% right in in that it needed to be this way. Um cuz even if the Xbox could run it, it would just be aggressive um and really yeah. unnecessary. So yeah, it, like to the aspect of, I mean, they didn't even look to make it fully widescreen. Like it, it, it has bars on the outside of the screen, so it's. it's I never it's, noticed that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Um, it's it, they, they very low graphic it, and that, that I think might have been partly intentional for vintage feel, like Aaron was saying too. I don't know, but all in all, I, I think it was perfectly fine, and I think I actually still turned off like the flashing effects and the numbers because it got to be just too much. Um, yeah, yeah, I never felt like, like I don't know about you guys. Did you guys ever felt like you were losing your character or like you didn't know if you were being hit by people? If I just I felt did, like it was easy to figure things out. If I did, it was typically be when I was at a point it didn't matter. Like it was yeah. I was already so overpowered that I was like, I don't care if I know where I am or if I can see where I am. Um it really depended on the builds, mostly I would say. But yeah, I it does a good job of just keeping it centered around you. So I don't know. I just kind of focused on the center of the screen. That's sort of where I felt like I was. I will say a little bit. There was one round that I died when there was less than 30 seconds left. Oh, and it so was, I, uh... like, I don't understand how it even happened. Like there, I didn't see anything like touching me. So for me, like I just, that kind of, um, threw me. That was, and that was towards the beginning when I first started playing too. So I was like super duper frustrated. Um, but that's the only time that like I didn't really see like it was super crowded. But I was like, what is touching me? <laughs> so I guess like that one time. But uh, but one thing I do love about this game is the achievements. Like uh, Aaron, you were saying, I feel like it's a, it's I feel like it's hard to do a run and not get an achievement. Like I felt like every run I'm getting like five or six achievements. This game just throws them at you. So I, I love the achievements because all of them are the achievements are all kind of challenges too. you know, getting to certain levels with certain characters, uncovering certain secrets. Um, if you're like me and Aaron here, we love doing the Microsoft points system. I don't know if anyone is if, if you have not looked into the Microsoft reward system, you definitely need to do that. But every day you can get 50 points for getting an achievement. Vampire Survivor is perfect for this because it's so easy to get achievements in this game that if you need to do to get achievements for rewards, absolutely do Vampire Survivor. It's decent for padding your score, but if you want to like really get a lot of achievements in this game, uh, you're looking well over, I think it's 38 hours. 38 hours if you want to kind of complete this entire game. Uh, but yeah, people are saying you could do a good amount of them in about 19 hours. It's crazy. Yeah, I think the only ones that really felt like they took a lot of time was like killing 100,000 enemies in one run. And just because I don't know, it was hard to get that many enemies. Like it actually felt like it took a decent amount of time. But see, that one wasn't hard. You just do endless mode. Oh no, it wasn't hard. It just it was long. Like it it, yeah. it required a good like forty five minute to an hour run to do it. Like you you couldn't do it in the thirty minutes. So that was the only ones that like I honestly felt like I was just like ugh. Like I'll grind it out just to get it. But at the same time, it was they almost weren't fun. Yeah, but I yeah I I hundred percented it with the DLC. So what like thirteen eighty or something like that. Yeah, this game does have quite a bit of achievements in it. But uh, yeah, let's get into our final thoughts here. Uh, anyone want to go first? Anyone care? I'll I'll um, just I'm jumping in uh, right. just to say, uh, Vampire Survivors is a pretty good game. Uh, I like the youngins. I like that. <laughs> No, it was a good game. I, 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 I did enjoy this game. It is it is a mobile game, and it's heart, but it's a great... You know what it is? It's a palate cleanser. It's a perfect yeah. little palate cleanser. And 
no matter what type of game you're playing right now, it's not quite Vampire Survivors. And you can just sit on, and I get it, like some of the rounds go 30 minutes, but it, sometimes it really doesn't feel like 30 minutes. I'm sure Keith doesn't realize he lost five days playing that game. He doesn't even feel it. <laughs> doesn't even feel it. Uh, it's it, it really takes, there's no learning curve to this game. Yeah. I, I think within five minutes, you've got a gist of 90% of the game. Uh, it's just it's just that simple to learn. So it's just, to me, it works at all levels. Um, and it is. It's a, it's a great game and 100% worth playing. Well, I mean, I already said it in, the, in, in our 2022 wrap-up that we might be the only podcast out there labeling this the 2023 game of the year. Um, so this is just an early contender for me. I, I think my time played really speaks wonders to that. And, and <laughs> I don't know, again, it's, it, there's so many reasons why I'm like, this is just a dumb, it's a dumb mobile game. Um, but man, it's, it's it, anyone who knows me and you guys do, you called it. It's a game. I love, <laughs> I, I love the variety to it. It's just, even though everything is the same, it always feels different just enough that I, I want to keep playing it. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think I give this like, I'm going to call it a 97. I just don't think I could ever give oh, something geez. like a hundred. And it, and honestly, it's, it's like a, it's not the greatest game that's ever been made. But when we talk about like giving games a score based on like, what would I change about it? I wouldn't change anything about this game. It's just it's perfect the way that it is, and they plan to add more DLC on top of it too. So I just I, I think it's pretty cool. And honestly, one of the things that <laughs> like when we talk about it being a mobile game, like literally a mobile game at this point, I don't know if you actually looked into this or read about it, but it's what I thought was really cool is that the developer of the game realized that a bunch of people were ripping it off and just being really predatory with monetary transactions in the game and he didn't want that that was like why he held back on finding a mobile developer he wanted one to with that vision all that to say he did it and had to like push it out super quickly um yeah so they offer it as a free game with like optional ads and and that's something on mobile games that i always appreciate i will watch an ad every time to save my life in a game but give me the option to do it and and yeah. it's such a stupid little thing but i i think it's cool that they they did that and I, I have respect for that. Yeah, Aaron, uh, you didn't give what, what score I, would you give? It's it's funny that you said that. Uh, I I am <laughs> I am currently downloading this on my phone as well, and I did not give it a score. I'm going to give it an 89. Uh, it's uh, it's simplistic. I can't imagine putting five days into this thing, but it is a very fun <laughs> game. It is enjoyable, but it's a palate cleanser at the end of the day, so it it needs yeah. to stay in the 80s. So I'm going to give it an 89. Um. But yeah, Keith, uh, going on a little bit, what you're saying about uh, him pushing out the mobile version. Yeah, I, I saw that same interview that he didn't want too many copycats out there. So he was like, I got to get this out in mobile as soon as possible. I, I don't know about you, but I tried one of them, uh, one of the uh, copycats, because I see ads for it everywhere. And I was like, you know, I'm going to see how this is. I tried uh, Survivor. Survival. Okay. I was going to say, if he says Survivor, I, I see so yeah, many ads for that. So many ads for it. I'm so sick of it. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to give this game a shot. Holy crap, is it such a copycat? Like, literally, you're picking up green gems instead of blue gems. The weapons are, like, ex like they function all the same way. But my God, like, I quit after two levels because the monetization in that game is awful. Yep. As soon as I, like, like it was all, like, pay money to level up and get this equipment and do this and that. And I'm just like, no. So, you guys kind of keep calling Vampire Survivor mobile game. And it is in the simplistic term, but it's also not because this game isn't has doesn't have monetization in it and that's what i love do you remember back in the day when mobile games were hey pay a dollar two dollars and that's it this is the game you got the game no every every game now is free to play and has some stupid predatory stuff to it i would much rather pay for a stinking mobile game and actually get the full game of it than like all this free to play monetization crap so i like that he came out with this i i'm even tempted to buy it on my phone but it is on xCloud, and it has touch controls, so you can actually just play it on your phone with Xbox xCloud, and it works very well. Like I said, just the unfortunate bit is you can't save mid-run. So, But I do 100% agree with you, Aaron. This is a fantastic palate cleanser, 
Because, yeah, you don't need to remember the controls. The controls is left stick. That's it. So you could literally put this game down and years later pick it up and you know exactly what's going on. So it, this is a game where if you're frustrated with another game or whatever, you know, you just got smoked in Apex Legends or Call of Duty and you're getting pissed at pe- people, and people uh, playing with people online, you could just pick up this game and it's just easy and it's chill. Um, but to me, I, I kind of agree with Aaron where it's the simplicity of it. It just kind of lacks depth. And I kind of hate the point where I'm at, where I'm just doing stuff to get the achievements, but it's not really as enjoyable anymore. Cause I just smoke everything. Uh, for me, I'm actually give this an 88. Um, by the way, Andrew, I was not like waving to get your attention. There's something <laughs> flying around me. That was, it's being a nuisance to be L- quite frank. Liz is just sick and delusional. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, <bees. laughs> it's actually by your head now. Yeah. Um, sure it is. I actually, I feel like my score is kind of low. I was going to give it an 80 because for me, it's like, it's a fun game. I'm actually like, I'm not like tired of it, but I feel like I've won so many rounds in a row and it's 30 minutes long. So once you get like a good build, you're just like, eh, because all of a sudden like a big monster can come out. So you got to like stand by your control. And for me, like, I'm thinking like, what would, you know, make me give it a hundred or, or 97. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't like, believe you get 97. But there's like, you know, graphically, there's like a lot of like reskins. It's like, oh, here's a bat. Oh, here's a bigger bat. Here's a ghost. Here's a red ghost. And then you <laughs> add in the fact that there's not really story and it is very repetitive. There are some things I like with like the gun variety is amazing. And when you're playing, like you get so like, um, quick at like picking things. So it doesn't take a long time to like, yeah, I know exactly what I want out of the three options. I don't have to keep reading them over and over again. And they slowly add more, but not too quickly that you have to keep stopping to read kind of thing. And um, yeah, but for me, it's like, it's, it's good fun, but it, uh, it's definitely not like the greatest game I've ever played, but it's, it's addicting enough that it gets an 80. I, f- I thought my score was high. I'm like, Oh, like, <laughs> the it's like, cause it's like, where's the substance. But yeah. I, I also like, with the weapons, like you actually like see them and like they're very unique from each other on screen and stuff. But that like, yeah, that blew my mind, Keith. But I'm really happy that you found a 97 for you. I think that's great. I just you have Metacritic. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <gasps> uh, 95 critics. No, and 8.4s. So the critics are going nuts for it. So Liz didn't want to read any on Metacritic because. If anyone's on Twitter and follows Game Pass, the Xbox Game Pass on Twitter, when this game was announced that it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, there was a ton of Sony fanboys just blasting Xbox and this game, how stupid it looked, blah, blah, blah. So Metacritic actually has been bombed a little bit from a lot of people saying like Xbox is trash because they added this game to Game Pass, blah, blah, blah. So I thought it'd be nice to read from read real reviewers. So this, as Aaron originally said, this is originally a PC game. This game on Steam. It currently has 98% of positive reviews with 169,452 user reviews. That's not nothing. insane. That is not nothing. (laughs) That is a lot. So if you truly want to know how people think about this game, I understand if you didn't like this game because this game is shallow. But man, but when you like this game, you really like this game like Keith. Uh, this, This person gave a perfect review. He put 42 hours in the game. He said... At least 40 hours of fun for the price of a soda and chips. And that's the thing. This game is five bucks. Like, if you don't have Game Pass, this game just costs five bucks. And yeah, the DLC is two bucks. So that's the other thing, too. This game is, like, awesomely priced. So, yeah. Highly recommend it. But, uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, please email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook at GBGBpod. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew at Fire. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Aaron, take it away. Tell us about your new podcast. Well, it's not a new podcast. It is just a rebranded prod- podcast. Podcast. I don't know how to say those words. Uh, yeah, so uh, Chaz and I were on the Real Movie Talk podcast. It is now the Screen Test Podcast. We are expanding. We are going a little bit beyond just movies. We are doing uh, TV shows. Really, it's all things, all screens. Um, so who so knows? Video games? That may mean we dabble into video games somewhere here in the future. Uh, that is absolutely a possibility. So uh, it's 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 essentially the same podcast everybody knows and loves. It's just a, a little bit more expanded here. So 
Uh, we just did a uh, like a, a live listen through of, of Shrek. Or we both just watched Shrek and then just went through the movie again and talked uh, Shrek facts. Uh, so, uh, yeah, go ahead and check us out there. I'm also uh, I'm on Twitter at ScreenTestPod. So uh, check us out there as well. Uh, does Shrek age well? Yeah, I think I like. I think it's still you. You. I mean, you can see the influence of that movie on so many other films. I will. There's a few things graphically that do not age well in Shrek, and I don't know if you. Is I, it the onions? No, you know what it was. <laughs> you know God. when he goes when he goes to confront Lord Farquaad very early on, and he fights those knights. And he yeah. hits the cask, and all the beer comes flying out. The mud doesn't look very good. Graphically, it's one of the worst things that looks in that movie. Everything else looks actually pretty decent. That's yeah. a really, really weird thing to go back and check it out. Specific. Tell I'm me I'm wrong. Go back and look at Shrek mud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I. I, w- I wanted to point this out, actually, so I guess this will be my outro, because I was in reference to the Screen Test Pod, as I had recently listened to your Shrek episode. Always love a good Shrek episode. Um, you mentioned uh, your your most irritating trope in a movie, and you said that nobody does the Matrix thing anymore. And it just so happens, no kids way. were watching yesterday today, and there is a Matrix cutscene where they're having a big old water balloon fight, one and the daughter, the oldest daughter, she gets a water balloon thrown at her, and ooh, <laughs> so it's oh, still happening. Man. We are in twenty twenty. Well, that twenty twenty one, I think that movie came out, but we are in the twenty twenties, and it's still happening. And that's a kids' uh, film, right? It is. It is a children's that film. That is a kids' know film. They know Matrix referencing references. a two thousand a movie from literally. I think I think Matrix came out in either nineteen ninety nine or two thousand, and that's a reference from that. That is just crazy. You know, a rated R movie too. I yeah. love a good. Here's a good joke for the parents. But I'm with you at this point. I am not looking at a Matrix reference. <gasps> like, oh, you're you're on the kids. <laughs> when you saw that scene, kids, kids, kids. That's from the Matrix. That's from the Matrix. I know that. I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know was, that reference. Guys, we're we're living. It's not the real world. Um. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're not exactly sure what I'm talking about, go check out the Screen Test Pod. Uh. And and you will hear Aaron talk about that or. Complain about it as he does most yeah. things. Yeah, I do like to complain. Liz, I'm Liz Noob Gamer Tech coming on to you. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob Izzy Dumb. I don't even know what you're saying. I, 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 I think she's I dying. Picked up a lot of. I cannot hear it a lot. She sounds like she's dying. <laughs> she 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 was struggling this episode. She was trying real hard to be Talking quiet. Makes me have to cough. <laughs> Thank you so much for trying to be here for us, Liz. <laughs> what a champ. Yep. Struggles for, for all of us. For your entertainment. Alright everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye guys. See you. Bye.